Welcome back to Wire to Wire with Nolan RECC. On this episode, we'll hear from Marvin Logston. He's one of the founders of Hardin County Water District and a longtime Nolan member. Well, I was born in Bowling Green, Kentucky when my mother and dad was down there in school. And uh, of course, they had bought a, a family back in those days. You didn't have a large where you go do your shopping, so they had that. But back in the Depression days, that was that just wasn't any good anymore. So they moved back up here to his dad's home, which was here in just between here and Bay Grove, and that's where then I lived till till he moved to a farm down in Rineville, well, just outside of Rineville. There then the was where that he kept adding to the farm, and he wound up about a, close to a thousand acre farm. And then, at that time, then he decided that he wanted to move back up here to Radcliffe, which was, of course, many many years after that. But anyhow, that's when he become mayor. He was first elected mayor of the city of Radcliffe, and then. After that, then he started developing, helping develop the city of Radcliffe. Then, and he was the first elected mayor, and they, all these subdivisions started coming out and all that. And of course, he was running out of water. Of course, I was down on the farm. I was taking care of the farm for him, but they needed someone to come in and try to get, because everybody was running out of water, because. It, Always, the Third Armored had moved in at Fort Knox, and what happened? Third Armored then they uh, so many people worked at Fort Knox they didn't have places for them. So then is when people started building subdivisions and things and, and different things like that. So that it's been one thing after another. Of course, it didn't have enough water, and I. They wanted me to take over and try to develop a water district. Well, I started, well, gosh, I don't remember what year it was now. But anyhow, I had a friend in Louisville that was knew a little bit about the financing and all. So we got it all worked out in Port Knox's original water supply. Of course, they had run out way over probably 15 years they had run out and had to go to the Ohio River, toward the Ohio River, develop another source. So that's what we, about the only thing we could afford to do was to go ahead and try to fix their old plant that had they had abandoned. And of course that's what we did is fix the old plant that they had abandoned. And it took quite a while. Well, of course, back in those days, we. We're starting from scratch where we didn't have any money to begin with. So we finally got it worked out and got a water pipe built here. And that all took place. And then we uh, finally, well, I, I was, at that time, 31W was just a two lane road. So I had to. After we'd already put the water 
plane to the end and everything and the water lines. Then I had to get out and move the lines over because it's under the fourth lane. So that was something that I didn't have money to do, so I had to do it myself. So it's been a real challenge, I'll tell you, over the years. Wow. So you, I'm going to go back kind of to the beginning. You're, what year were you born? 32428 20 so 1928 yep and so you you were born were you born in Bowling Green I was born outside of Bowling Green my mother's people lived out there and, and we lived actually on their farm when I was born so your mom's family was from there yeah. is that where your dad was from too and that's when dad he had, he was, of course he was down there in school when they got married, down Western. Was he from here originally? Oh yeah. He oh okay. Was, his dad lived by halfway between here and by Grove. Oh okay, that's right. Yeah. So so you were born in Bowling Green and you Bowling all moved Green. up to Radcliffe when you were young. Well, I was about four or five years old. Okay, so you mostly have grown up in this area. And then of course. He, my grandfather, he he bought, uh, well, he had a big farm. And of course, when my dad moved to Four Corners, he, he kept adding to his farm. He was a big tobacco grower. He grew a lot of tobacco. And uh, over the years, he wound up a little over a thousand acres down there. Now, I, I heard from Buddy Rosenberger, one of our other directors, did he buy part of your dad's property down I there? I think he did, yeah. So, and, and you said when, uh, at some point, you live close to where Lawrence Ireland lived. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure did. So was that along through here well, on Logston? Lawrence Ireland just lived the second house up from me to here. So right here on, on Logston right. Parkway before they moved? Yeah. Okay. So, but how long, do you know about how long you've been where you are now in this in this home? Oh gosh! <laughs> I, well, Lindley Nelson had this dairy farm here, and he was wanting to go to a bigger dairy farm because he'd outgrown it. So, actually, the out here in the back of me, this place out here was this place where he milked the cows, <laughs> and now I got my when we built a, the pool here, while well, we put all the equipment stuff inside. The, what used to be his barn to milk his cows in. So is this where, did your did your dad live here too? Did your family no, live here dad too? dad lived up on right at the corner of Vine Street. Now that, he, he had, he'd been here quite a few years before, well, I'd say quite a few years, but he'd been quite a while though before I built this house. But now he bought a lot of his property, my dad did, from Nelson. but. He, Lindley was a, the boy, and he was still milking cows and things then. But, but when he wanted to milk, or when he wanted to move because he wanted a bigger farm, that's when I bought this. That's when you had this, but you all were close by oh, yeah, already. Oh, we were close by, yeah. Okay. So, so when you, you obviously worked the farm, um, did, you, did you go to school around here? I went, went to school down Hal Valley. That's my father's farm. It was close to Hal Valley School. 
So I went to school down South Valley. Of course, when I graduated, then I went to Western to college then. So you, when you graduated from there, you said how many people were in your class? How many what? How many people graduated with you from Western? 924, I believe. <laughs> and uh, what did you study when you were at Western? Well, I, it was science, and when I got out of school, uh, one of the things I did do, I taught high school, a class in high school, for a couple years. And uh, they had a lot of, at, the, at that time, it was, really they hadn't gone much, and I tried to build up a laboratory where the kids would have something to work in. Mm. And I got one built up. And, in fact, my sister, one of my wife's sisters, was going to high school at that time. She was, of course, the baby, and she was in my sophomore class. <laughs> what school was that? Byron Grove High School. Was it? So you, you helped build the lab there? Yeah. Oh, that's neat. So how long did you teach? Uh, well, I taught till they wanted me to, to build, help build this. Uh, actually, the water district was the second water district in the state of Kentucky. That's something that they had never really got into. Wow. And there's one right across in Jefferson County. That was the first water district. And ours was the second water district. Huh. That's unreal to think that there wasn't anything like that already. So how, so people just got their water from wells? Is that, I mean? Oh, wells. In fact, I had a well out here. It's still got a, a little house around it. Hmm. And of course, Lindley Nelson, that's when he milked cows and everything. Of course, he had to have water. So right. And, and of course. And you said people were, were running out of water, so the well system wasn't. Well, everybody was using so much when all that started filling up at Fort Knox, they built these trailer courts around here. Well, you can imagine how much water these trailer courts used. Mm -hmm. And that was before the water district was built, and they were all run out of water. So that's when they started pushing to try to get a, get water here, and that's when we worked this out to go over here where Fort Knox's old water plant was. So that was the original one. Actually, to begin with, we didn't have enough money to do a lot of things, and I had to walk up and down the hill to that water plant two or three times a day. <laughs> we didn't have money to hire anybody else, so I had to do that and whatever else that went along with it. Wow. So you helped build water lines and everything and else, water, I bet. My wife was a teacher, but she typed everything out on type on the ever must to put make make their bills out because we didn't have money to, <laughs> to go any further than that. She had to do all that. Didn't, of course, that didn't cost anything extra because we didn't have the money. Right. So I guess when people came on your on the water lines, then then they contributed by paying their bill, paying and you were bill, able to. The way it got started out, we didn't have money to give everybody meters. So if if they were commercial, we had meters. But if they were just regular householders, we just charged so much a month, of, and a, if they had a dishwasher or something like that, we charged a little extra. Hmm. Back in those days, not many of them did. 
So where did you get things like meters and things like that? Where did you get the equipment that you needed? We had to buy them, and thank goodness we had one person lived here in town that had a, was pretty good with it. He had a good tractor, and, and of course to begin with, he's the one that put in the new services for it. And of course we charged so much for each new service. Mm -hmm. But if it hadn't been for him, I don't know what I'd have done. <laughs> he, he knew what he was doing, huh? Well, yeah, he was a good, good operator, and of course, it, I had to, I, I could operate too, but we didn't have money to buy mm -hmm. a new tractor, so he he did that for us. So if it hadn't been for that, I don't know what I'd have done. <laughs> so you, I haven't asked about your wife. When did uh, what's your wife's name? Betty. We've been dead now about twenty some years. We were probably married about forty years. Wow. So you said she was a school teacher. She was a school teacher. She had several health problems later on. That's Where did you all meet? Did you meet at? We was in college together. Oh, so you met at Western. Yeah, she was down there. Did she? Was she from here originally, or? Oh yeah, she was from Vine Grove. What about children? We had two boys. You have grandchildren now too. Yeah, I got grandchildren. Great, maybe some great grandchildren. Great grandchildren too. I got two great grandchildren, and but both my boys now are dead too. I had two sons. We didn't have any daughters. We had two sons, and both of those are dead now. Wow. So, do your uh, does the rest of your family live close by where you get to see them? Oh yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, I got a sister-in-law. He was her husband was a chiropractor here in Radcliffe. She lives just up the road here. So you had, how many siblings did you have? I had two. So, um, Both of those, of course, my youngest one died this past year, but wow. my other one's been dead now about 20 years, 15. And you said your dad was the first mayor of Radcliffe? Yeah. <laughs> well, he wasn't the first mayor, he was the first elected mayor. Oh, okay, okay. What was his name? T. Brown, T. Brown Logan. So, in this, so you've obviously been a part of the community for a long time. Is it mostly through the water district that you, you interacted in the community? Have you had any other public roles or? Well, the only other thing I ever done really was taught school, and of course back in those days, school teachers didn't make much, so right. he gave me a job driving the bus too. So I drove the bus and taught school. And that was before you got into got into the water district? Oh yeah, that was in the earlier days. Do you know about how long you worked uh, with the water district when you decided to? Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, but anyhow, I've worked as, as long as really I was able to. Well, so when you when you helped to f kind of found the water district, I guess you've done every every job there is as part of that, huh? Oh, there's no question about that. Hmm. So um, we're sitting on Logston Parkway. I assume that was uh, th that's all named after your family. Well, Dad, of course he, him and Pat Patterson over at E Town. A lot of people don't know, but I think Pat Patterson might have come up here to E-Town to 
if I remember right, I think he might have worked with uh, Nolan for a while as an engineer because he, well, there's two or three people over at ETI worked with Dad a lot, but they developed a lot of this commercial stuff, you know, where, where a lot of the commercial buildings are built and stuff like that. You said you were saying earlier before we started recording that you remembered when when electricity was brought to the area. Well, I, not here in Radcliffe. That was down on down in uh, Four Corners, where the because it was already here in Radcliffe. Was it? Now their main line no, at uh, Louisville Gas and Electric comes up Lincoln Trail, and that was the only. Only electricity there was, but by Grove, it's a real old town, and I'm sure that what they did was furnished by Grove with the power over at that time, because by Grove, gosh, I don't know. Of course, the railroad track went right through by Grove, and back in those days, most anything that mounted much was had to use the railroad track because it didn't have the big trucks and things it got now. So that would have been considered a, a pretty happening town, I would imagine, if it's right on the railroad tracks. Well, yeah, and they even had uh, where you could sell your tobacco down by Grove for several years. Mm -hmm. yeah, and it's just one of those things. By Grove was, well, when I was a kid, they had a movie place over there. Well, no, hardly ever any. I think E-Town had one, but By Grove had a pretty good-sized movie house. Mm -hmm. So you would have been about about 10 or so when they started running lines out in the rural area. Nolan was founded uh, probably in... Probably 8 or 9 or 10, yeah. Nolan was founded really in 38, so you would have been about 10 then. But So you would have seen those very first lines going up out in the rural area. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Do, do you have memories of that? All I know is we was tickled to death to get it because... <laughs> <laughs> Back then, of course, you had your, well, you, even your, you did, most anybody, of course, had a radio, was, a, was had a battery on it. It didn't have electricity. And there's not a whole lot of people that had. And I know when they had one of these fights, like a whole other men in our whole neighborhood would come along because Dad had a battery-operatable <laughs> radio. And they'd come along and listen to that fight till it was over with. <laughs> now, I've, I've talked to a few people that remember when the lights came on, but they remember having to study before then in the home without lights, you know, by oil lamp, and and they remember the uh, the kitchen stove. That's what that's what a lot of people talk about. Well, of course, I was. I I remember, of course, Mom had their. She, she, all the stoves in. He didn't have any electric stoves or anything. It was all you had to burn wood or something like that in them. And but they, she always had good food. I didn't have to worry about it. <laughs> so if anyone has water or sewer in Radcliffe, they can thank you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I had a, a lot of people help me, of course, backing yeah. up financing. Uh, that's another thing. It's kind of hard to keep all that going and, and and of course I had to work with that too to, in order to get everything done. 
So I know there's a Hardin County Water District number one, and then there's a number two. Number two, and number two, they actually started pretty much at the same, well, we've been here 10 or 15 years when they started, but anyhow, they, my, my, I don't know why I guess we would have had, but my commissioners at that time didn't want to go any further than just the Radcliffe area here. And of course, District 2, they wanted to get the rest of Hardin County. Well, people here weren't really into the that point at that time of, of, of doing that. Hmm. So that's when District 2 started doing the rest of the county, just about. So that's, I mean, that was the first time the rest of Hardin County had had water like that. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that anyone would have any idea how much, how recent that would have been. Oh, and that's pretty. I mean, that's you know many many years ago. I can't remember. But real. But in recent history, I mean, you have to think about. I mean, it was less than certainly less than a hundred years ago that people around here didn't have water. I mean, oh, you know, no. outside of well water. Nope, they sure didn't. They did well. Two. I mean, these bigger things. If you don't have sewer, you're in you're in trouble. So that's what we had to do. Is when these bigger think started moving in here, we had to have some sewer. Mm -hmm. So that's when, of course, too, is you can only go so far that way until you have to do something else. So hmm. that's when we finally got it all worked out. Challenge, I'll tell you, it's all through the years. Everyone's, I'm sure, heard your name. But I don't know how many people know how much you've done for this area. Well, I had a lot of backing and a lot of help, believe me, I did. I mean, of course, to start with, it's when it was tough because we just didn't have any extra money to work with because you hadn't, hadn't been in business. Right. So it was really a problem to start with. It's like if I didn't have my wife to type the water bills out on a typewriter, I couldn't have even got the bills out. So. Hmm. So what, um, as we kind of wrap up, what would you like to leave for other generations that live here? Because you, you've lived here your whole life and you've helped to create this community. What would you want future generations to know about, about living here or about just about anything about what you've learned about this area and, and your work in it? Well, of course. Redcliffe is like all other places, it changes as time goes on. And back at, through the years, and of course, like right now, commercially it's starting to gain again. And I think when this thing goes in over Glendale, we'll see a lot more all over the county, really. So, because it's, it's going to bring in other industries, there's no question about that. The thing about it is, it's, it's, I've had a long life, and to be honest with you, I'm just lucky to still be around, but it's been, been a long life, and it's something that's, it's been a challenge at times, and, but you made it through it, so it's, People need to do the best they can of what they got, and that's about all you can do. Thank you for joining us for Wire to Wire with Nolan, RECC. 